coming. You know, I was like to take this opportunity to talk about myself. The man of the hour. And let me tell you something, Daddy. When you're the man, you make history every time you step foot in this ring. And that's the bottom line. Wrestling Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 60 of the Dope Sweet Wrestling Podcast. As I get myself together here, ladies and gentlemen, it is a special episode of WrestleMania Predictions Podcast. We're about to hop right on into this thing. You can find me on iTunes at Too Sweet Wrestling Podcast, YouTube at OMG Space Corey Space B. Feel free to subscribe there. Periscope. At Too Sweet Pod, feel free to follow and on Radio Public at Too Sweet Wrestling Podcast, Google Pods as well. Too Sweet Wrestling Podcast. So we're not gonna waste any more of your time. We're gonna hop right on into this thing. Best thing, funniest thing, funniest thing of the week. How can I go anywhere else? Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, and Becky Lynch. The brawl, the knee hurt around the world, the Charlotte Shuffle. The arrest, that thing was great. You go to my YouTube page and I broke it down live commentary. Commentary, uh, the, the next day of it, funny commentary. I loved every bit of it. It was the best thing of all. One of the most unintentionally funny, funniest things you will ever see in all of WWE history. It was glorious. Best thing of the week, Kofi Kingston last week. And I feel like I'm on repeat. Because I think best thing has been Kofi, some form of Kofi versus Daniel Bryan like the last couple of weeks. But this week, Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston, the contract signing, Daniel Bryan was glorious. The crowd was giving him the Vince McMahon chance. He's getting heel heat out of this world. And Kofi Kingston clapped back. He did a phenomenal job. Heartfelt promo from Kofi Kingston. Normally the quiet guy got in Daniel Bryan's face. And it was phenomenal. I loved it on SmackDown. Now, moving on, we're going to get into number one spot, the newest segment. Looking at number one things. I could, it could be anything from any given week. Are from any given segment so this week it is going to be the number one box of the week and the number one underrated event coming up this week so let's hop right on into it won't waste any more of your time the number one botch of the week was the guy trying to get out of the way of mustafa ali's entrance like what was he doing i don't know if it was a stage hand or whatever <laughs> but we cut to Mustafa Ali's entrance. I was just getting ready to face off with Samoa Joe. And there's a guy just running out of there trying to get out of the camera. He, he gets caught right up in the camera. It was hilarious. Almost as hilarious as, as the, the, the Charlotte uh, Becky uh, Ronda thing. But that not, 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 not more hilarious than that. But it was great enough to make the botch of the week. Number one botch of the week. Number one underrated event of the week. Everybody's talking about WrestleMania TakeOver. Uh, what have you. Supercard, G1 Supercard. But the number one underrated event is United We Stand. Impact Wrestling, MLW, AAA, multiple promotions going on in that event. And that card is shot. It is going to be a phenomenal show. A headline by RVD and Sabu versus the Lucha Brothers. 
I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to be watching. I'm going to have a top takeaways on that as well. As well as I'll have a top takeaways on NXT TakeOver. But United We Stand, it's going to be a fantastic pay-per-view. Check it out if you can. So, moving on. We're about to hop right on into it, ladies and gentlemen. I want to make this nice and quick because we got tons of matches, matches on matches on matches to get to for this WrestleMania breakdown. So I don't want to waste too much time going through everything. So we're going to hop right on into it. WrestleMania 35. I got to say that, man, it has been quite the ride for WrestleMania. And it, you know, it has been topsy-turvy. It has been up. It has been down. There's been a lot of things to complain about. And look, we're going to hop right on into this thing as I get myself together here the women's battle royal so look man i look at this thing and they have completely ticked me off with asuka and naomi and naomi has made her uh, feelings known about this she does not like what they're doing with the smackdown live women's division and i can't blame her one bit because Naomi and Asuka, they deserve so much more better. Like, if they weren't going to have any long-term plans for Naomi and Asuka, they might as well use Naomi and Asuka versus uh, Becky, excuse me, versus Sasha and Bailey for the tag titles. Like I said, that could have kicked off the show. But looking at it now, we have the Women's Battle Royal coming up. And at the end of the day, who I see winning here... She's not listed in the match, so I cannot say Lacey Evans. She's not currently listed in the match. That would be my number one pick. But of the women listed, I am going to have to go with Mandy Rose. Mandy to win the uh, <laughs> Women's Battle Royal. And I think she's going to pull it off. It was noted that she would have been the one to face Asuka had they gone down with that four-way women's match that didn't go down because Charlotte Flair needed an eight title reign for goodness sakes but that's beside the point Mandy Rose your winner for the women's battle royal the Andre the Giant Memorial battle royal moving on and man Braun Strowman has anyone ever fallen harder than him in such a short amount of time like the guy was the next big thing the next big name the next face of the company and now he's doing absolutely nothing with snl guys and i'm like bro bro in the, in the infamous word of of matt riddle what is going on brown show like it, it is so sad to see the guy fall down to a pathetic show of his of his former self but looking at this match i hate to say it but one of these stupid SNL guys is going to win this match. Either one or two things is going to happen. Either the stupid SNL guys is going to win or they're going to throw Braun Strowman over the top rope. One or one of the two of those things are going to happen. And I'm going with the fact that one of those stupid guys is going to win for WWE's headlines. And I mean, the, the only guys that have been prominently featured in this Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal build has been the SNL guys and Braun Strowman. I mean, we've seen, we've heard guys enter into it, but nobody seems important in this match outside of those three guys. So I'm going to go with Colin Joust. Oh my God. To win the match 
Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale. So many deserving guys should win this match. But that's who's gonna win. And at the end of the day, WWE is gonna get the headlines like they so uh, much want. And those guys are gonna get the victory. So moving on. Cruiserweight Championship on the line. Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese. Tony Nese won the tournament to get uh, slated into this matchup. And for months now, I've been saying, Buddy Murphy, the reign of terror will continue. Look, this is going to be a fun, phenomenal match. Excuse me. Uh, it's going to be on the kickoff show. I wish the Cruiserweight title would just stay, be a staple on the main show. Like, I think that is the only way. Well, not the only way, but one of the main ways to add importance to uh, the Cruiserweight title and to get people to watch 205 Live. You can't just keep sticking it on the kickoff show, but that's beside the point. Here we are, and I think the reign of terror is about to fall. Just because we're at WrestleMania, and just because Buddy Murphy is just running through everybody, we need something new on 205 Live. And I think the reign of terror will fall here as Tony Nese will pick up the victory in what will be a phenomenal match. I'm looking forward to it, and I cannot wait to see it. Ah, it depends on what time it is because I'll start watching around five something. Like the, the show starts for me at four. I'm not watching it at four o'clock. I'm sorry. I'm saving that hour for rest, snacks, snacks, or something. Because like I know it's gonna go an hour over anyways. That's like a seven-hour commitment, and I'm not willing to do it. I'll start watching it at five something, five o'clock. I'll hop in then. But that, that's besides the point. Tony Nish will be your new Cruiserweight Champion. So we have the SmackDown Tag Team Championships on the line. This match was made last night on SmackDown Live. And it will be the Usos versus The Bar versus Ru Rusev and Nakamura versus Ricochet and Alistair Black. And I got to say, it is very surprising that... Ricochet and Aleister Black is in this match because it seemed like a given that they would be facing off for the Raw Tag Team Championships. And they had the match on Raw, which ended in a countout. And you're like, okay, we're going to do the Revival versus Ricochet and Aleister Black. But surprise, surprise, we had the four-way uh, tag team match. Excuse me, the tag team match. Yeah, the four-way tag team match, excuse me, uh, on SmackDown. On this recent episode of SmackDown, and the match got made after it. And I got to say that I like to do these things by process of elimination. And by process of elimination, Rusev and Nakamura is not winning here. I expect it to be a phenomenal match. If you give it time, I don't know if it's going to be on a kickoff show or not. If you give it time, it's going to steal a show. And by process of elimination, I don't have the bar winning here. So it comes down to the Usos versus Ricochet and Aleister Black. I would have had Ricochet Alistair Black winning the Raw Tag Team Championships. I thought there was a shoe in. But here, look, there is absolutely no reason to take the title off of the Usos. And I have them winning the match here. The Usos will pick up the victory here and retain the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. I think it is going to be a phenomenal match. It's going to be an awesome match depending on what kind of time that they give it. And I'm looking forward to it. Something exciting to go down and uh, look it's gonna be a phenomenal match usos will retain here kurt angle 
Angle versus Baron Corbin. Please tell me we're getting pranked here. Please tell me that Baron Corbin is going to pull a muscle, a hamstring or something, and John Cena is going to come out and save the day. Please tell me that's what's going on here because, look, man, this is so depressing. Kurt Angle in his final farewell match is facing off against Baron Corbin. And they tried to have Kurt Angle in the, the Monday Night Raw, you know, locking on the ankle lock on Barry Corbin. And Cole is trying to sell it. This is what you'll see at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania, it's, it's going to be this Sunday. And I'm just looking at it like, <sighs> it's Baron Corbin. How much interested am I supposed to get into this? Look, nobody wants this. Nobody's interested in this. Barry Corbin is not interesting at all. He was more interesting when he had hair. Like, I don't find this version of Baron Cor Corbin very interesting at all. So we're going to get the match. and I don't even expect it to be a good match. Father Time is tapping on Kurt Angle's shoulder. And he really needs somebody that can carry him to a good match. That is not Baron Corbin. And I don't expect it to be a good match. At the end of the day, normally the guy that's having a farewell match loses to the young up-and-comer. But there's no reason for Baron Corbin to pick up this victory, in my opinion. So Kurt Angle will be your winner. If it is indeed Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin, I don't expect much out of this match at all. So moving on, The Miz versus Shane McMahon in a false count anywhere match. Look, I was dead set to hate this match, if I'm being totally honest with you guys. And... We got The Miz and Shane McMahon in the tag team, and the first thing I thought was, oh man. The Miz is going to be caught up with Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. That's a darn shame because The Miz was next in line for a world title shot. And now he's dealing with Shane McMahon. So they had to swerve with Shane McMahon being the guy that turned heel, not The Miz. And week by week, I've become slightly more interested in this match. The Miz has played a good role in the face role. I didn't want to see The Miz as a face and I still would rather him as a heel, but week by week, he's cut some pretty interesting heartfelt promos. Uh, Shane has done a decent enough job as a heel, even though I'm not interested in Shane McMahon whatsoever. As for the match itself, I expect it to be, with the Falls Count Interest stipulation, I expect it to be a good match that gives them a chance to go out into the crowd, you know, and, and I'm the type that likes those type of matches that sprawls out into the crowd. You know, we have weapons involved, we have people slammed on railings, and Shane McMahon is going to jump off of something crazy. It's WrestleMania, it's just what he does. He's going to jump off of something crazy. But at the end of the day, The Miz as a face, looking to get his comic punch on Shane McMahon. The Miz is going to pick up the victory here. I think that is one of the more obvious results of the night. The heel Shane McMahon will not win. I expect it to be a crazy match. We'll see what Shane McMahon jumps off of this Sunday. So moving on to the Raw Women's Tag Team Championship match. The Boston Hug Connection versus Beth Phoenix and Natalya versus the Samoan Connection versus D.I. Cuts. So this match, I don't know why Nia Jackson to me is here. They just lost. Fair and square to Sasha Banks and Bailey. No shenanigans involved. They should not be in this matchup. Naomi and Asuka should be in this matchup. That would have given it some type of excitement. But as it stands today, I'm not very interested in this matchup. 
the Niners actually to me the component is just I'm not interested in them. They just lost last week. Why are they in this match? But Sasha Banks Bailey, I gotta say that I'm interested in them and I'm interested into Beth Phoenix. Beth Phoenix has looked really good. It's like Beth Phoenix never left the ring. It's like she's been training ever since. She retired to come up to this moment. So she's looked really good. I'm interested in her and the Iconics. Look, I want to see something good happen to the Iconics. I continuously say this. The Iconics have not had a signature moment outside of their debut when they beat down Charlotte Flair so that Carmella can cash in. That's the only thing interesting of note that's happened to the Iconics in their WWE run. So I would love to see them and I will be rooting, personally rooting for the Iconics to win here. That's if I was picking with my heart, I'd pick the Iconics, but I'm picking with my head. And my head says that Sasha Banks and Bayou will retain the tag titles this Sunday. So moving on to the United States Championship matchup, Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. Now this matchup is in question. Rey Mysterio, last I checked, has an injury, and this match is up in the air as to whether it will happen or not. Maybe Cena will replace him. Maybe Cena won't be there at all. But we'll see if it happens, but I'm going to break it down like it will happen. Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio. Boy, Samoa Joe took a loss to Kurt Angle, and Rey Mysterio just took a loss to Baron Corbin. It's like Samoa Joe's taking multiple losses as well. He finally got a win against Mustafa Ali on a recent episode of SmackDown. It's like, man, finally somebody picked up a win because Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio, these guys have not been picking up wins. They've been picking up losses. And it's like, how inter much interest can I get into this match if these guys keep losing leading up to WrestleMania? So if it goes down, we have a good contrast of styles. Rey Mysterio as the speedy guy, even in its advanced age, is, can, is still out there getting it done. Samoa Joe as the big new age guy, power and speed for a guy his size. And I expect a great matchup if these guys face off. At the end of the day, Samoa Joe will pick up the victory. I see no uh, reason uh, for him losing his United States Championship at WrestleMania. So moving on to the Intercontinental Championship, Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley versus Finn Balor. Lashley, Lashley, Lashley. We have him, and look, I'm not interested in this match. We've seen iterations of Bobby Lashley and Finn Balor so many times, and it's to the point to where if this would have been the first or second time Bobby Lashley and Finn Balor faced off, I would have been with it. You know, Bobby Lashley, the new age big guy versus Finn Balor, a guy that can fly around much like the Rey Mysterio and Samoa Joe dynamic. And I would have been winning. At the end of the day, I think this is going to be a fantastic matchup. The Demon Finn Balor is coming back. Why didn't he bring it back for Brock Lesnar at Royal Rumble? Uh, it makes no sense. But he's back. And at the end of the day, Finn Balor is going to win this match. He's not losing here. It's going to be Bobby Lashley. And Finn Balor will be the Intercontinental Champion again. Which begs the question, why did they have Finn Balor win the Intercontinental Championship at all? You could have had him win it for the, for the first time in this feud here at WrestleMania. So moving on, we have Triple H versus Batista. The no-holds-barred match. The Triple H's career is on the line. And the apex of this feud was when Batista dragged out Ric Flair. And do I have your attention now, Hunter? Huh? You remember that? That was the apex of this feud, the build of this feud. 
And it's just kind of gone down and down and down ever since. Much like another match that I'm going to talk about uh, in a few minutes here. But uh, the, the Batista 5-word promo from <laughs> this past Monday Night on Raw, that was pretty funny, so I'll give it that. A no holds barred stipulation. Now, if this would have been a regular matchup, I would have said, man, it's going to suck. And I have my words about it, even with the no holds barred stipulation. Because you know Triple H has to get his time. He has to get... You know, 20, 30 minutes to make this match seem like a prolonged classic, which in turn makes the match seem like a horror fest if it goes 20, 30 minutes. Even his match with Seth freaking Rollins, I didn't even like because it went for so long. And when you look at it, Triple H versus Batista, no holds for it. Like I said, I give it a chance. At the end of the day, if you make it vicious and fierce, you got to get some tables involved, some chairs involved. And if you want a ladder involved, you can get that involved as well. I mean, that's on them. But at the end of the day, who wins here? Triple H will win here because at the end of the day, Triple H is going to be wrestling at WrestleMania until he can't walk anymore. That's just my opinion. But Triple H picks up the win here in what should be a pretty decent match with the no hold sports stipulation at hand. So I'm actually very much looking forward to it. So next up, we have... AJ Styles versus Randy Orton, and this was another match I was dead set on not liking, and I gotta say, they've done a phenomenal job, no pun intended to AJ Styles, of getting me interested in this feud, uh, the, the, the promo where they went back and forth at each other, where it kind of seemed like a semi-shoot when it wasn't, but they, the thing was they brought a lot of realism into this feud, so that made that promo look really good, and everybody bought it hook, line, and sinker, including myself. I loved every bit of it. And on this most recent episode of SmackDown, they went at it again. Uh, AJ Styles got on Randy Orton's uh, previous suspensions, drug suspensions. And AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Look, at the end of the day, I don't see any reason to have AJ Styles lose here. Although it wouldn't very much shock me if Randy Orton pulled this off, given that it's WWE. But as for my winner, I have AJ Styles picking up the victory here. So moving on, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre, one of the main matches of the night. And I gotta say that this has been a great build as well. Drew McIntyre has manipulated Roman Reigns into the match, has gotten him angry. And now Roman Reigns wants him a piece of Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre has, quote unquote, as he says, destroyed the shield and Look, this is a seminal, very important moment for Drew McIntyre in his career. Look, he needs this win much more than Roman Reigns needs it. And I have head versus heart again. My heart, if I'm picking with my heart, I'm going with Drew McIntyre. Like I said in the YouTube video, what they need to do is they need to have Drew McIntyre win in a squash match. Not necessarily a squash match, but a dominant match. Like the time when Brock Lesnar dominated uh, John Cena at that SummerSlam, I think it was in 2014. They need to do that here at WrestleMania. But at the end of the day, with my head, they have already set it up that Roman Reigns is the conquering hero, that he's going to come back, and that he's going to pick up the victory here. Roman Reigns will indeed pick up the victory here, and he will avenge the shield. So moving on, now we get into the matches of the night for WrestleMania. The top three matches, um, Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston. And I got to say, 
this should be the main event of the night if WWE had any brains, but we're going with the latest. Not that I have any problem with that. And I have the opinion. Look, it is the best story by far. This could be, like I said in the previous podcast, this could be a Taker HBK situation, could be a Rock Hogan situation where the best story by far goes on the match before the main event and it just steals all the thunder to where there's no juice left in the crowd. And I'm worried that that's going to happen to the ladies. So looking at this match, looking at the build, they talked about Kofi Kingston as a B-plus player. And look, at the end of the day, I expect it to be a phenomenal match it is gonna tug at the heartstrings of fans across the world including this one and with my head and with my heart look i'm hoping kofi kingston wins this match i'm gonna be legitimately crushed if they don't they don't put the title on kofi kingston at wrestlemania because the guy deserves it the storyline merits it and it better not be another booker t situation to where booker t you know, was next in line against Triple H, and he's supposed to win the title against Triple H at WrestleMania and Triple H won. Like, you cannot have Kofi Kingston lose this match with the storyline that you have told. You've involved race in this storyline. You have to put the title on Kofi Kingston. And that is my pick. I'm going with my heart and my head here. I'm hoping that Kofi Kingston pulls off this victory at WrestleMania. Hashtag Kofi Mania. This is what I'm here for. I'm here for Kofi Kingston. And I'm, that's, that's the main thing I'm here for at WrestleMania. I want to see the guy win the championship. But Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins, I have not been interested in this build whatsoever. And like nothing has captivated me. The apex of this feud is when Seth Rollins won the Rumble. And it's just going completely down ever since. They had a decent segment on the most recent go-home show of Monday Night Raw. And... Seth Rollins versus Paul Heyman has not been interesting in between. But as for the match, look, I'm worried. I've been being pessimistic about all three of Seth Rollins, uh, Kofi Kingston, and Becky Lynch winning day by day by day. And I'm worried about this match. I'm worried that they're not going to have Seth Rollins win here. But I'm going to go with my heart and my head and say that Seth Rollins picks up the win for the Universal Championship. I hope that they go with Seth Rollins. And look, just if Seth Rollins doesn't win this match, he's dead. He's done. Don't put the title on him if he doesn't win at, at, at WrestleMania. And I feel that way about Becky Lynch. I feel that way about Kofi Kingston. If they don't win at WrestleMania, they're done. Seth Rollins doesn't win here. He's completely done. But I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. I hope they be smart about this situation. Go with Seth freaking Rollins. Moving on to the main event of the night. Winner takes all. Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Blair versus Becky Lynch. Man. We have gone on the ultimate roller coaster in this feud. It was up, it reached the apex, the apex, Ronda Rousey facing off with Becky Lynch. We thought that was gonna be the match, and then we knew Charlotte Flair was gonna get involved somehow. That was the apex of the feud, and it's going down like this ever since. And I've lost interest in this match week by week by week to the point to where I have very little interest in it at all. I love the go home show segment with the with the cops and like I, it was unintentionally funny. I don't think WWE was going for comedy here, but that was funny. Look at the end of the day, Becky Lynch has to win here, or else she's completely done. And look, it's gonna be a phenomenal match. I don't know what the crowd is gonna be like, especially if they put Kofi Kingston on before this match. And Kofi Kingston wins the title. I don't know if the crowd's going to be deflated or not. It's going to be a seven-hour show. I don't know how much the crowd is going to have in them. But I expect these ladies to put on a technical classic in that main event. It is going to be a phenomenal match. And 
I expect it to be one of the better women's matches of all time uh, at WrestleMania. And it's going to rival that triple threat match that I think it was Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and Sasha Banks. They had. That was a phenomenal match. I think this is going to rival that match. It's going to be a phenomenal match, and I'm very much looking forward to it. Your winner with my head and with my heart. Becky Lynch wins at WrestleMania. I'm worried about all three Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins, and Kofi Kingston winning. I hope it goes down, but I am completely worried that it won't. Someone talk me out of this. Look, I hope that they win, but we'll see uh, as Sunday comes and as we get to the event. Let me know your thoughts on WrestleMania, whether that's in the YouTube comments or on Twitter at OMGCorby or at 2SweetPOD. Let me know your WrestleMania thoughts or wrestling thoughts in general. I cannot wait.